Hey there. Welcome to Imperfectly Pollyanna, a podcast where we have a real and honest talk while finding the good in the imperfections, whether in homeschool, faith, health, or overall life. I am your host, Courtney, a faith-filled homeschool mom of two, medical professional, certified health coach, and eternal optimist. Now, while I'm here today, I'm just going to give you full disclosure. I am currently recording this in my van while sitting outside of my uh, kids' gymnastics location. (laughs) So, you know, we do what we can. And I'm just all about keeping it real here. So if you hear cars go by or strange noises, just know that's what's going down. (laughs) Real life. Okay, so anyway. I know we've talked several times about current events. We've talked about the confusion. We've talked about finding little bursts of joy. Today, I'm going to be super open and real with how I'm feeling. I want to preface this by saying these are my thoughts, as usual, based on what I've been through. Each of us have experienced life a bit differently, and that has formed our views on countless topics. But frankly... I'm tired of being silent about today's topic. I was teetering on whether to make a social media post about it, just stay quiet, or turn it into a podcast. And after lots of thought, prayer, and even sharing with a friend, I've decided to bring it here to the show. After all, the great thing about this space is that it is only governed by me. I can't be shoved down an algorithm, given a fact check opinion warning, or have this taken down for differing of opinion. Now, once I post this to my social media platforms, that's a little bit out of my control because unless people go and comment on the post about it or they share it, then it's really not going to get seen. But that's okay. In typical Courtney fashion, it may sound like I'm jumping around, but stick with me. You're here for one reason or another. And by the end, I'm hoping I've at least given you something to think about. I don't claim to know it all and never will. But I also feel as if the time is now for us to all stand up for what we believe in. I may not agree with your beliefs, but I will stand by the fact that you are allowed to have them. That being said, while we all have the right to our our own beliefs, as I tell my kids, you can feel however you want to feel. But it's never okay to treat someone badly, whether in words or actions. In Psalm 127.3, it says, Children are a gift from the Lord. When you love someone, you protect them, right? You are willing to move heaven and earth to make sure they are taken care of. You put them first. Love is an action. DC Talk had this song that said, love is a verb. Now I'm singing it in my head. Hopefully you are too. If so, you're welcome. When we were trying to have kids and we were going through our fertility treatments, I experienced the gut-wrenching pain, and that doesn't even feel like a strong enough word, but as I watched my first pregnancy, quite literally, go down the toilet. Now, I talked about that in season one and one of the first couple of episodes, so I'm not going to rehash that, but I knew bitterness and anger and yelled out at how unfair life was while others took their own children for granted. 
From years of injections and unhealthy habits, I continue to reap the consequences of my choices despite doing better today. Now, do I regret going through treatment? Absolutely not, because it gave me my babies. But I do acknowledge that the abuse my body took, both from medications and mentally beating myself up, has had lifelong results. Some that I may never actually know are connected to issues that I have. It's the same with habits that I had for years. For example, eating gas station hot dogs at 3 a.m. while at work because that's all that was open. And I was desperate for something to quiet the rumbly in my tumbly as we hurried off to another call. Our hospitals have snacks and drinks for EMS, which is wonderful and so appreciated. But you know what they're full of? Caffeinated drinks, candy, sugar, empty calories, all the things we shouldn't be fueling our bodies with, which is quite ironic since it's at a hospital, right? But again, it is appreciated. And when you're desperate for a quick fix, it's nice to have. Then again, we could also just bring our own stuff, right? Healthier options, that would be the wise decision. And I did eventually start taking that up, but it took several years before that became a habit. We reap the consequences of our actions, especially of the things we put in and on our bodies. That is not rocket science. My hormone imbalances began at a young age, and if you've not looked into what can cause those imbalances, well, the list is long. From foods, chemicals, lifestyles, even stress. Inflammation was a huge culprit in my endometriosis pain. What I was putting in my body actually had an effect on my cycles. That's something I didn't realize until I changed my diet lifestyle in my 30s and was all, oh wait, you mean I didn't have to be this miserable all those years? When we have inflammation in our body, it causes pain and other diseases to creep in, like all those itises. Healthy living and the way foods either help or harm us is a whole podcast in and of itself. But when I changed my lifestyle to a healthier one, there were doubters because it wasn't an issue when we were younger. But the results I experienced spoke for themselves. Being an EMS, I have seen the worst case scenarios. I've treated them. I've helped them. I've lost them. I've heard the fear, heard the hate, seen the joy, seen the relief. That's not just with 2020 and 2021. That's over the course of 19 plus years in this career. When we finally had the joy of holding a real life child in our arms, the fear of being on the other side of an EMS call creeped out of every single dark corner. Now, people rolled their eyes, including several family members, and they took offense because they didn't understand the uncontrollable thought process of worry that something wasn't done right, from a proper car seat to a pool to a new food being fed, more than just a first-time mom. The comments of me overthinking and overworrying ran in my head before anyone could even say a word. Whether an EMS or infertility, I've seen worst-case scenarios and met them head-on. I have learned that you must be your own advocate when it comes to your health. Common sense tells you that what we put in our bodies, whether food or medicine or things portraying one of them, either helps or harms, either today or years down the road. I fought hard to get my kids into this world, and it is only by the grace of God that they are here. See, for my children, I prayed. And for my children, I will fight. Whether that is for their own health, their education, their spiritual well-being, whatever it is. 
My husband and I have been given charge over raising these little humans. We wanted them before they were even conceived, and our love for them doesn't slow down as they get older. It's a parent's duty to protect, provide, equip, and guide them. It may not be the way someone else sees fit, but until God tells me otherwise, I will continue to be their advocate and teach them to do the same for their health and well-being. And part of that is also leading by example, being my own advocate for my own health. I recently saw something that was shared online. It said something to the effect of, parents, you are raising your healthy children to be selfish and concerned primarily with their own comfort if you are opposing masks and refusing vaccines if you are able to receive them. It went on to say, you are teaching your children not to care about our neighbors, the sick, elders, disabled people, and anyone else. As you preach, as for me and my house, I will yell about my freedoms and refuse to protect myself or those more vulnerable than me. Now, the thread continued with several comments back and forth from both the original poster as well as those following her. I don't know this person, but I could see that she had a child with special needs who was sick, not with COVID, and had been going through a lot of heartache after losing her husband, also not from COVID. I hear what she's saying. I do. As a Christian, we are called to love God and love others. We are called to love our neighbors as ourselves. We should take care of the weak, poor, sick, lost. And I think it is imperative that we use wisdom in all circumstances in life. Before COVID, if our family was sick, we just didn't go trotting around in public. We stayed home until we were well. We have family members that are immunocompromised. And we make it a point that even if there's ever been like a scratchy throat, we haven't gone around them because we want to protect them. This, my friend, should be common sense. And yet, when I worked in a daycare, I can't tell you how many times parents would bring their kids in and admit that they had a fever, but they gave them some Tylenol and they're good now. Or it would be something like, but they're just teething. You know what we did? We sent them home. Sure, it was an inconvenience for the parents and we dealt with some very angry ones more than once. We understood their frustration, but we also knew it was our job to protect others from getting sick, if at all possible. How many times do you know of parents sending their kids to school and they were sick? So many, right? So when I read the online thread from the mom who called others selfish, I heard what she was saying. I felt her fear and worry and frustration. And I do see her point, but if being selfish means to make sure my loved ones are cared for in the best way possible then let me be selfish. I will fight for them and their right to live a healthy life. I will fight for them to stand up for what they believe in. I will fight for them to love their neighbor as themselves. I'm told I am selfish in teaching my children to be the same if I choose not to have us get a vaccine or to wear a mask. Let me say that just a little bit differently. I am told I am selfish for putting my children's well-being before Anyone else? In what dystopia realm are we living in in which that comes out of someone's mouth and is agreed with by others? Do I think we should protect those who are immunocompromised? Of course I do. Do I think that that means my freedom of choice and my ability to make my own informed decision as to what is best for my family should be trumped? Nope. Sorry. Here's the thing. We are called to take care of each other. What does that look like? Each other means everyone. Our family, our friends, even strangers. Where does it stop? At what point do we say, enough is enough, 
and the madness has to end. And what does it mean to take care of others? Offer clothing, shelter, money, food. What about how we treat each other with our words? What does that mean? Let me ask you, when is the last time that you argued with someone or posted or shared something on social media in which you spouted off your thoughts and that by the end, the other person or people changed their point of view to yours? When have you called someone selfish, inhumane, or used harsh words, and that person said, you know what, since you put it that way, let me ask for forgiveness and turn from my wicked ways and go your way because it is now obvious that that is the best way to go. In Proverbs 15:1, it says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Now, I'm not saying you don't have the right to be angry. Our feelings are our feelings. We are all human, but we each have different reactions to different situations based on our own upbringing, life experiences, and convictions. But again, how we act on those feelings is what matters. The fact is, is that there is so much going on here, so much more than simply disagreeing on whether people should be forced to wear masks or take vaccinations. There's more than people being selfish, more than whether a choice is right or wrong based on the side you are on. What's going on is much, much deeper. And I'm not talking conspiracy theories here, so don't even go there. I'm talking about it being a spiritual issue. There is nothing that evil would like more than to keep people divided and attacking each other in the disguise of fighting for the right thing. When people are divided, they can't accomplish things. Things like helping others. It's only when people come together, despite differing of opinions, and work together with their words and their actions when things can truly change. Does that mean everyone will come together and make the same decisions? Nope. But if we are only shouting out our own opinions, stating them as facts because of what we have seen and heard and experienced, then we will just keep spinning in circles. I'm going to tell you, no amount of people telling me I am being a selfish parent and teaching my children to do the same will make me change my mind on something I feel is a personal decision that has already been weighed heavily. I'm not expecting people to agree with me. I respect someone else's decision on what they feel is best for them and their family. I also do not expect people who don't believe in God to understand or respect my decisions. What I am frustrated at is people who claim to be believers dividing and attempting to destroy another believer. Did you know there's a church in Atlanta that has decided that in order to attend service, you have to have your vaccination card? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I said that. At what point did we as Christians decide that people's souls are not the priority? Sure, ask people to wear masks when necessary. Ask people to social distance. But when we refuse to allow people to enter the church, what have we become? Am I the only one out there who thinks this is out of line? Anybody? What happened to come as you are? What happened to Jesus going to the lepers, the sick, the dying, the rejected? What happened to go out into all the world? Something else is people claiming medical professionals are on this side or that. I have seen people snap at medical professionals saying they deserve what they get if they don't get vaccinated. Listen, I'm not saying I don't understand why people are afraid and why people think that vaccinating is imperative. The problem is, is that those who are for it have not appeared to even attempt and see the other side of the coin. Saying that we don't know the long effects of COVID when we don't know the long effects of a vaccine either. This vaccine doesn't keep you from getting it, guys. It does not. Yes, it lessens your chance. It lessens your symptoms. 
but it doesn't prevent you from getting it or spreading it. Not only that, but personally, I would rather know I was sick in order to not be around people that spread something unknowingly. There are so many people in the medical field that are divided. Scientists are divided. The information changes every single day. Back whenever COVID first started happening and we had the initial like shutdown, lockdown thing, I was on vacation for like a week or two, or I think the first week of uh, quarantine. And in that first week, I literally, I'm not even exaggerating, got anywhere from five to seven emails a day with updates on policies and procedures and protection and blah, blah, blah. It was so overwhelming and I was on vacation. I'm like, oh my word. So it changes all the time. We've been in the thick of things from the beginning. We were around it from the start. We saw the bad and we saw the good. I have a friend who was in full PPE, which is, if you're not familiar, um, that's personal protective equipment. And that consisted of an N95 mask, a face shield, goggles, and gown, and still managed to catch COVID from a patient. In EMS, we have seen the bad COVID patients. We have, as well as amputated body parts, dead babies, overdoses, heart attacks, worked cardiac and respiratory arrests. We've delivered babies, restarted hearts, dealt with tornadoes and other inclement weather while putting on a brave face and getting the job done. We are understaffed, underpaid, just like others in the medical field, and yet we are also moms. I am a mom. We are moms and dads and sisters and brothers, grandparents, aunts, uncles, best friends. We care about people and it's our job to make sure to do the best we can for every single person we meet. As a mother, I feel for those who are scared for their families, whether it's because they have a child who is immunocompromised or has had an adverse reaction to any type of medication or vaccination or even of losing their job because they are following their convictions. There is not one parent out there who is making a decision for themselves or their family out of malice or ill will towards someone else. We all hear what we want to hear. We do. We see the world through our own experiences. We react out of emotions a lot of times. But when did we get to the point when our words didn't matter? When did we decide that respecting differences was a thing of the past? Why is it that someone is automatically in the wrong, dumb, stupid, ignorant, if they don't agree with us? I get it. I do. People are scared. They have been living in fear for almost two years now. Fear of the unknown. Fear of getting sick. Fear of not being in control. Fear of not knowing who you can trust. Fear of being judged. Fear of being an outcast. Fear of losing loved ones. So much fear. And yet, here I am, frustrated at the division. Maybe you're feeling that frustration as well. Maybe you're even frustrated at me because of the things I have said here. And if you are, but you've still stayed, then I want to say thank you for listening. No matter what side of the table you're sitting on, don't become discouraged. Keep your values, ethics, morals, but don't attack each other. This is a spiritual warfare. See, I truly believe that this goes so much deeper than what we see on the surface. The more we try to love each other, the more we try to find God in the mess of the world, 
The more we seek to change the world and bring people to know the Lord, the harder evil will work to destroy it all. That may mean by using our fears against us. It may mean splitting lifelong friends or families apart. It may mean using confusion. Whatever it is that is used, it will only work if we take our eyes off of the one who holds us in his hands. I'm not saying that I always make the best decisions. I'm not saying I know it all or know all the things about all the things. After all, this podcast is called Imperfectly Pollyanna for a reason. I am imperfect. I will mess up. I will fail. I will let my emotions get the best of me at times. We all do this. But the God who created me is the God who created you. He is the God that is in control and nothing will happen that surprises him. Nothing. When all is said and done, we have to do what we feel is best. We need to do what we are feeling led to do. That may mean getting a vaccination. That may mean wearing a mask. That may mean getting a new job. That may also mean refusing to do things, standing up for our rights to choose, speaking out to injustices. It may mean losing friendships, but ultimately my trust and faith is in the Lord, no matter what. No matter what, I trust in him. It's not always been that way. I have doubted him so many times that it would make your head spin. None of us are perfect. None of us know it all, even those so-called experts. I may not make the same decisions as you. We may not have the same convictions, but it doesn't make either of us less than. It doesn't make either of us less loved or cherished or chosen. If you're up against a battle, if you're confused or scared or angry, whatever you're feeling, can I just tell you it's going to be okay? Take a breath right now. Take a deep one and let it out slowly. I don't know when things will get better or if right now is the best it's going to be while here on earth. I don't know. Did you know there was a king in the Old Testament who was in his 39th year? of reigning and he was afflicted with a disease in his feet it says that though his disease was severe even in his illness he did not seek help from the lord but only from the physicians did you also know that youtube now has a new rule about anyone who posts about covid that you can't mention prayer as an alternative to seeking help from a doctor now before you scoff at me i get it we need doctors i believe in modern medicine i work with modern medicine modern medicine helped me be able to conceive my babies. God gave us brains to use and to improve the world. But when the world tells us not to pray, when the same world tells us what to put in or on our bodies, when the same world tells us how to raise our children, when the same world tells us we are stupid and ignorant to believe in a God that so many have had personal experiences with, what have we become. Stop attacking each other. Our children are watching. Our children are learning from us how to treat others. There's an old children's church musical that has a song called Tame Your Tongue. <laughs> a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. My love for my children extends past the routine stuff. Love is an action. Love means I show, by example, 
what it means to take care of the bodies we have been given because we only have one to live in. Love means teaching them to take care of their bodies and also care for others. Just because I don't make the same decisions as another parent doesn't mean my love is any less, nor does it mean I am being selfish. Just because people come at you with their opinions, their facts, their views, doesn't mean they are right and doesn't mean you aren't valid in your feelings. It doesn't mean you should give up on your own convictions. It simply means we should stop attacking each other. Start thinking about what we are saying and who's watching or reading. It means maybe we need to do the whole walking in someone else's shoes before we jump to conclusions. When you find yourself sinking into the black hole of drama on social media or talking with others in public, know that you are in control of your actions. You can choose to scroll, walk away, or simply not engage. Stand up against evil, despite the temptation to lash out. Look for a chance to be kind and understanding to someone who doesn't have the same views as you. I'm hoping this podcast finds those needing encouragement or community. If that's you, you found a friend. Hi, welcome. If you know of someone who might be able to relate to this, maybe they need this word of encouragement. Maybe you find that I've said things that you haven't been able to accurately express. I would love if you would share it with someone. As simple as that. Make sure that you're following me on Facebook or Instagram. Come stop by and say hi. You can send me an email to Courtney at imperfectlypollyanna.com. I hope you'll continue to show up as we find the good together. Remember, you are loved. And I am so glad you're here. See you next time.